With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Rebel Edition, your bi-weekly WNBA podcast brought to you by Sports Ethos and Outlet Pass. This week, it's me and Carissa, me being Corey. I usually introduce myself, but here we are. Uh, and we're going to be kind of doing something a little bit different. We are talking about the March Madness starts within the next couple of weeks. And because we are a WNBA-focused podcast more than a college, and I don't watch nearly enough college basketball, well, I know, Carissa, you watch probably more than enough for all four of our normal co-hosts. I kind of wanted to like, I know what I do every year for both the men's and the women's tournament is kind of, because I'm not a college fan. I went to a school that does not really factor into much of the proceedings there. So I don't have the affiliation through that. Um, I like to check in with a tournament and kind of see who I should be paying attention attention to for upcoming draft. So I kind of tasked you with looking at the first round of the draft and kind of who are some players that, we should be paying attention to. So we're going to kind of go through your mock draft, but also like kind of like pointing at here's teams you should be following as the tournament progresses. I know that last year, like that was, that was a big way that I, I tried to follow things. And it also led me to liking players like Ari more and kind of, I'm like, I'm not going to say that I became more of a fan of college women's college basketball, because I just, I, I don't get into the college game enough because I'm, doing a million other things, but it does give me a crash course on who to like, Ooh, I know I want to watch that game or like stuff like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So it helps that we had the trade this week uh, with Dallas and Indiana, because it kind of reset the order of the draft lottery a little bit. Uh, Indiana is all over this. So we're not going to necessarily be going in with how, how well these people fit on the team because with Indiana having four of the top 10 picks, one, I don't know if they'll be able to roster them all in two, I mean, how do you know how they're going to – like, fitting in four rookies in any system is, is kind of tough, but we're going to do our best here, right? So the number one team is actually Washington. So who do you have as, like, your number one player on the board here? Definitely – it's been some back and forth with her and Alyssa Smith from Baylor, but it's definitely Ryan Howard. And I think she she showed everyone that in the SEC tournament, you know, with them winning – the whole thing in beating South Carolina, her versatility and scoring ability and her motor are off the charts. So she's definitely number one in to have to be a rookie and be around a few veterans in Washington. It's going to be great for her. I feel like she's the kind of player that before the season, everyone was really locked in on as being like, I remember even like during the W season where people were like talking about Indiana and Atlanta kind of tanking for her a little bit. And then as the season went on, it was kind of like, I know Kentucky's good, but it, it, like until like the SEC tournament, they were not considered on the same level as some of these teams. So coming out and winning that, I feel like 
I feel like she got really put back in like my consciousness of, of just like following W Twitter and seeing people react and stuff like that, where Ryan Howard's back to kind of being considered like the truth to an extent. Like that, like that, I do think that there's a very solid chance that she ends up being that number one player because she, she can, like she, we watched her put a team on her back. For sure. Because before that Kentucky wasn't even going to the tournament. If they didn't win the SEC championship, they weren't going. And um, that's to, to Ryan stepping up as well as uh, Dre Edwards. Like there's, they've had help. She's had help. So that's been the problem mid season. Like it was just her. So people stepping up has definitely put them on everyone's radar. So what you're telling me is while some of these other pit people that we see on this, on this list may be around a little bit longer, uh, prioritize seeing Kentucky while you can, because they might not be around as long as some of these other teams. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, I, I would say that. I would say that some of the other teams will definitely go further in the tournament. Now there's always a Cinderella. Yep. But I don't know if it's Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. So uh, number two is our first of many Indiana Fever selections. Who, who do you? Who's your, the number two player is pretty locked in too, correct? Yeah, I would say so. I would say Melissa Smith for Baylor. Yeah, and for much of the year, even though, like, like I said, I have not been completely locked in. She's been my favorite prospect to watch. So the Satani one who hasn't really paid much attention, what there is to love about Melissa Smith. I mean, it's night and day from from what she's done to her game, like the growth and the game expansion. Like, she's a completely different player. Like before, I mean, she could have went to the W. She could have she could have made a few rosters, but to to go from what she was as a player to the number two in some people's eyes, number one, she she's definitely grown. Yeah, and I, I just don't want, like even though the coaches changed from last year, I just I'm always going to believe be a believer in the Baylor pro the like the program there with, I mean two of my two of my favorite rookies in the year last year obviously were Didi and, and Dijanay, so I know it's mm-hmm. not the same coach or anything like that, but it's it's to me like I just trust the system, so I'm hoping that to see her kind of succeed in a similar mold. For, I also love no Nikki calling at Atlanta anyway, so that's true. That's I, true. I do think she's she's a good coach. Yeah, for sure. And and you're seeing her kind of get the most out of and like see this big dramatic growth with a player like that. So that's really cool to see. Atlanta, number three. Who, who Who's your number three prospect? I really hope this one comes through because I will definitely be at some games. Uh, Shakira Austin for Ole Miss. Amazing. That I, I remember reading about her in the preseason. And like I said, I haven't watched nearly enough, but I now know I want to watch Ole Miss because I just. Yes. She's the kind of player that I am a sucker for. Just, just I, I need to watch more women. Are, are they, are they going to be prominently featured in the tournament? Do you think, or do you think that they is she kind of like in the Ryan Howard? Oh, they no, can, I think get in she, early. They can, they can go. They can, they can go as far as they want to go. But I think it's kind of the opposite with Ole Miss. So Ryan, her teammates weren't really stepping up. With Ole Miss, I feel like Shakira does a lot. So they're able to go as far as her, the people around her can can go. Okay. Cool, cool. Because like, I, I know that I like her, and I, I do think that in Atlanta, that is actually a really good fit. I know that when we were talking about a lot of like the free agency thing, whenever they lost, when like Elizabeth Williams left, and we're like, we need to see them kind of get like that center prospect. And they didn't end up adding anyone in free agency, like, like, the, like that highest tier possible player. So 
if if they could do that in the draft, I think that would actually be a really cool fit to see. Indiana again at number four. This used to be Dallas. This previously, even before that, used to be Los Angeles, but now it's with Indiana. Not necessarily that you have to make it sure that she fits with Melissa Smith, but uh, who is your number four player? Um, I say Nas Hillman mm-hmm. for Michigan. Um, she's not as tall as as other ones, um, as other like forwards and things like that, but she's very effective around the rim and and she can she's a rebounding machine. She's she's a great player. And kind of slides into that role they just opened up, moving on from Tierra McCowan, right? Yeah, definitely not as tall, but she can definitely rebound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, number five, the New York Liberty. Mm, I have Veronica Burton from Northwestern. Okay. Great okay. guard. She can defend. I think she's made I – don't, I don't remember what conference Northwestern is in. Big the Ten? Big Ten? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. She's made, like, the Big Ten um, – all defensive team like two years in a row or something like that. So she's definitely a great guard who can score, um, pass the ball, and defend. How are how are North how's Northwestern looking in the tournament? Like, are they a, a good team? Or I don't know enough about Northwestern women's basketball. Same. I, I I have I've only seen maybe three or four games, but I don't even know if they're going to be in the tournament. But we'll all find out on Sunday for okay. So they're one of those outside teams, maybe. Yeah, so Sunday we'll find out who who's officially in. Okay, perfect. Uh, number six, Indiana again. Again, um, I have Kayla Pointer from LSU. Okay, yeah, and I know yeah. they're, they, they've been pretty solid this year as well, correct? Yes, very, very good. Um, I think they're number six now in the in the top ten. Um, okay. But, yeah, very, very good team. Um, I think she's, she's a leading scorer in – men and women's uh LSU basketball history. So oh, like geez. points, rebounds, and assists. So yeah, that that should be fun to watch. I I, I know that we I like I just said earlier about Tim Mulkey teams, I think that it is interesting to see how quickly she has kind of shaped LSU and her image. And yeah, that I, I will have to check that out to to see her and see what could be a future fever star. <laughs> uh our favorite team to hate. The Dallas Wings are at seven. You know, I have um, Olivia Nelson Adota for UConn. Oh, well, that's stunning that you would take a UConn player. <laughs> yeah, so she, I have her at seven. Um, she definitely can go higher. She definitely can go lower. Um, but, yeah, I think she's shown everyone that she can be dominant. Um, she definitely has some question marks her first few years um like she yeah but yeah she's definitely had some explosive games where you can see how good of a a post she can be okay okay cool uh number eight minnesota links i have uh Alyssa kunane for north carolina state and they're very good this year correct yes very good the last few years they've been pretty good did they and this this may be did they win the acc or yeah um, okay. They've won the last couple, I believe. I, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of reaction towards them, and I, that, that, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, that, that would be cool to see them go far, too. Uh, shout to Bailey, because Los Angeles Sparks are at nine. So this probably won't happen because we've talked about how many guards <laughs> uh, the Sparks have. But I have Destiny Henderson from South Carolina. Okay. Guard. So, yeah, I think. She would do great in LA because um, she has her own fashion line. 
Um, she wears it all the time, every day. So I think, you know, for branding wise, she'll be she'll be great out there. But they just have so many guards. So she can I don't think that would happen. She would definitely I do have her on the first round, but I don't know if she would go to LSU. I mean not LSU, uh the Sparks. That's fine. And most of this was more just a big board at this point anyway, rather than like I, I'm I'm going through each pick and saying the team names, but realistically we're just kind of looking at how you're ranking these players coming into March Madness. So yeah, that 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 makes sense. But again, the Indiana Fever at ten, <laughs> like this, and this is why we're doing it more as a big board than a fit. Because good luck puzzling together how to fit four rookies. But who, who would be your tenth prospect? So I have Ashley Jones for Iowa. Okay, and um, yeah, she's she's a great. I would say like Ford, Ford. I guess she can handle the handle the ball. But my thing is like she does everything for Iowa, like. So how would that kind of translate in the W? Like, you don't have to do everything. Like, just play your position, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. Iowa State. Number 11, Las Vegas. Um, So I have a forward from Georgia Tech. Uh, Lorella. Um, I don't know how to say her last name. Cuba. Okay. C-U-B-A-J. Um, but, yeah, she's really good defensively good around the rim um she's improved offensively as well um she's a really good a really good forward okay and then i'm gonna ask you to, to say something nice because it's my connecticut son up at 12 and i'm gonna hope for and this is where i'm gonna press you with more questions of course because i gotta know what my team's gonna get what, what do you have connecticut doing i have q morrison uga ah well there we go there we go so tell me more about her amazing um she came back for her fifth year uh, along with uh jenna stady um, who I also believe like I have her potentially going possibly going in the in the first round as well um but yeah Q is a is a great guard she can turn it on when when needed and she's been like the defensive player of the year I think in the SEC or maybe co-defensive player but yeah she's really good a guard mm-hmm. that can can rebound really fast can shoot I mean, that sounds like everything I want on, on the sun. So I'm not, I'm not going to complain about that. So like, and kind of putting you on the spot a little bit with like these last couple questions, since we kind of went through the first round there, what are your biggest, what are the biggest things you're looking forward to coming into this? Not not necessarily just from like, a, cause I know you rep UConn and, and you like your, your UGA, but like it just is like a, like an out for like fans who are not completely locked into the season. What are the biggest things to look forward to with the tournament? I think the, the tournament, in general, just very, very exciting. Like, you'll have your Cinderella stories. You'll have, like, um, players who you might not be familiar with. You'll have players who maybe don't play that much, and then something happens, and they play a whole bunch, you know? Like, it's just so many things to look forward to. Like, it's my favorite time of year. So for somebody like any, and you talk basketball with me, like, every single week, what, if, if you had to tell me one team to kind of walk in on, who, who would you, whether it be for – they're going to have the most people possibly being drafted or they might be the most fun team to watch or, or what, ha- or the most drama. What would be one team you would tell me to watch? And I'm going to forbid you from telling me UConn. Yeah. So I'm not going to say UConn um, because I mean, they don't even know how far they're going to go. <laughs> so <laughs> um, they one team that's really fun. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying like who's your pick to win because I, yeah, I think yeah. I, but like, just like, 
like I said, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch Shakira, but I don't know that Ole Miss is necessarily going to be my pick there to watch. I, I'm always drawn to like the Stanfords and the Baylors and the stuff like that, but uh, I'm interested to like, as, because you know far more about this than I do. Is there, is there a team that you would suggest more that I might not be thinking of? I would say I would better be able to tell you maybe Sunday, like when the whole, when we can like start our bracket. Sure. But that I, makes sense. But I, yeah, I would say there's a few, like I'm excited for Kentucky to keep going with the momentum they have. So I think they can be really exciting. Um, Florida Gulf Coast, um, Kirsten Bell. Yeah. She, she definitely can be, she might be a first rounder depending on, um, you know, what team wants to do that. I think she might be a second rounder, but she's definitely, she'll definitely get drafted. She's very exciting. Um, who else? I would say, I feel like LSU is pretty exciting. Caleb, Caleb Pointer is really good. And yeah, I would say Ole Miss too. Like it's very fun watching Shakira Austin do Shakira Austin things. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm leaning towards you. So I wanted to see if you'd be able to talk me into somebody else because I, I just I really like Shakira Austin. So that's that's probably where I'm going to be leaning. But I'll check out LSU for sure. So is the Paul in the tournament? Are they a tournament team? Because I know that they have a play. I know I don't. I know she's a freshman, but is is that a team that's going to be in this? Is that somebody I should yeah. be checking out? Anissa Morrow. Yes. Yeah, she is oh, a great. Um, we'll find out on Sunday because DePaul, they're in the Big East with UConn. They might be like third in okay. the Big East, maybe. Um, I think Villanova is second. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I, hopefully they make it just so, like, the world can see her. Um <laughs> That's what it is. I see a bunch of people, like, sharing, like, screenshots of the things that she's doing. But – like, I'm not actually getting to see these people play. And like you said, it's one thing for them to be playing in their conference games, putting them on that world stage of, of March Madness. I feel like it, like it actually takes it up a notch. So that that's why I was asking, because I'd love to see all these people that I've, I've heard people talking about all year. And it, because of my own distractedness with everything else that I'm consuming, I haven't gotten a chance to completely lock into the W season. But I'm really excited to actually get into this tournament this year. From what I've gathered, it looks like it's actually going to be a pretty competitive tournament. Yeah, she just needs some more people around her. So hopefully the next, like I said, she's only freshman. So hopefully maybe by her junior year, like she actually has some pieces and they can make a little noise. For sure, for sure. Is there anything else you wanted to get to on this week's episode before we kind of cut it for the week? Um, no, you pretty much, the only thing was like, you know, Indiana had three picks in the top six. <laughs> so that's a big deal. Um, But, you know, like he, I think, the the key thing you said was like if they will roster all of them it's just tough right I mean we've only really seen like when New York had I think five rookies but like that was because their roster was pretty much stripped Indiana was entering this offseason with not a lot of like roster spots so I don't unless there's another move coming and at that point it would just be to take back more future picks or unguaranteed contract I'm not quite I'm not quite sure what the expect there but it's interesting that's the kind of way you quickly rebuild a team is by you know just drafting a new one yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I'm very excited for the tournament as well as the draft but I guess more so is like you know the the um the offseason like training camp like I want to see these these you know young players these stars like make teams like make good decisions if you need to cut someone who's been in the league for five years and they're not doing much to keep one of these stars like please like 
if you're not going to expand, if you're not going to expand the roster or, um, you know, expand by teams, then some people may need to get cut. Yeah, just invest in the young talent. There's there's all yeah. these. That was the biggest frustration point for me last year was I remember talking, and it made the draft go really weird too, right? Was that mm-hmm. there was a lot of players that we talked about being potential, like stars in college that were, we, we were going to see them come into the next level. And then a lot of them either went later than expected or didn't, like, it, 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 like there's a lot of weirdness in last year's draft. And sometimes that's fun, but other times it's just like, it, it kind of ruins what it was because like, you want to see these people that you get attached to in the tournament runs and, and the years in college kind of succeed. So I'm hoping for a better result this year. And uh, from just talking to you about this, this draft, it looks like there's a lot to be excited about. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we will update as things go along and, and we have a bunch of fun content coming in the next couple of weeks uh, from outlet pass related to March madness on both the men's and women's side. But Krista, thank you so much for, teaching me some things and telling me to look out for it. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week.